The following is a sermon from the Vicar and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. Yesterday, as many of you know, we were at the Woodside Street Festival, and it was great to see a lot of you out there, and it was just fun to, to be with the community and see our members interact with the community. And there were just a lot of good things at this festival. You want to know what my favorite part of this festival was? My favorite part was as we were trying to get kids to, to join us for some face painting or for some tattoos, my favorite part was watching the kids try to decide which tattoo they wanted to put on. Like that was the most difficult decision that they had to decide either what stencil for the face paint or what tattoo they were going to wear on their, on their hand or their face. Because if you're going to wear something on your skin, like it's got to be the perfect thing. Now, how much more so if this is like a real tattoo? If you're going to permanently put something on your skin, you want it to be perfect or at least meaningful to you and at this point you're probably wondering like why in the world are we talking about tattoos here this morning on ascension sunday and the answer is in our text jesus has a tattoo jesus has a tattoo right on his thigh in this vision and so we gotta we gotta think about that because Jesus isn't the type of person who's going to get a tattoo that doesn't mean anything, right? He has a tattoo on his thigh that says, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I think that's the perfect tattoo for ascension. So we're going to think about this, why that is the perfect ascension tattoo for Jesus to have today. And the answer is, it's the perfect ascension tattoo because it shows us that he's the only king. He's the best king, and he wears that tattoo as a victory stamp. We're going to read the text from Revelation chapter 19, starting at verse 11. This is a final sermon in our sermon series, Victorious. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me, was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice, he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but him, he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This is the word of the Lord. You know, I, 
I love that hymn that we just sang, Crown Him with Many Crowns. I think it's one of the great hymns we have in, in the Lutheran church body. And, and I think that it's one of the best hymns for this reason. It's just such a joyful, happy hymn. Like, how can you not get emotional when the whole hymn is about all the kings of the earth with smiles on their faces, like putting their crowns on top of Jesus. And that's like what we have in the text here in verse 12. And on his head are many crowns. So we have Jesus like balancing like 10, 12, so many crowns on top of his head. And it's just such a joyful, happy thing. And then when I read the rest of the text and I studied it, my opinion of that hymn changed a little bit. Not that it's any less of a great song and a perfect hymn. But my idea that Jesus wearing all these crowns and that he's crowned with all these crowns is, is such a happy scene where all the kings are smiling and, and you know, crowning Jesus with smiles on their faces. Because in our text, a lot of the crowns he's wearing were not given to him. A lot of the crowns he's wearing, he had to take in war. In verse, verse 11, it says, with justice, he judges and wages war. So we have this picture of Jesus wearing all these crowns, walking with all these crowns. But if you look closely, on some of them are blood of kings. And we're looking at this picture, and, and we're looking at this tattoo that Jesus has. It says, King of kings and Lord of lords. And we have to wonder, why is this the perfect tattoo? When we see Jesus taking all the crowns of this earth, some given, some taken. Why does this tattoo the perfect tattoo for Jesus? And I think it's the perfect ascension tattoo for us. After we read the news and we read the, the last update on Ukraine, after we see that, that another nation is, is trying to do something to another nation, another king is trying to be king of kings and lord of lords, this tattoo is a reminder that Jesus is not losing control. It's not like this world is spinning out of control and it's out of the grasp of Jesus. Jesus is in heaven. He's alive. And when the time comes, he is going to cut down any king who thought they were the king of kings and lord of lords. So that's the first reason why this is the perfect ascension tattoo because it reminds us that he is the only king he's the only king but when you say something is is king of kings or lord something of something you can mean two things the first thing you can mean is what i just described that he is the king of kings he's above everyone else but you can also mean that in comparison to the rest of them he is the best one and in this way jesus is also the king of kings He's the best king, and that's because he's a king that stands up for his people. He stands up for his people. And throughout this text, 
we can see that Jesus stands up for his people in, in a number of ways, but none more clear than this image he gives us in verse 15. Look in your bulletins at verse 15. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. Think about that image a little. Treads the winepress of the wrath of God Almighty. It's like Jesus, there's a little kiddie pool, and, and it's filled with grapes. And Jesus goes in, and he's treading on all the grapes, stomping them and crushing them, and making the grapes into grape juice. And, and his robes are getting splattered with this grape juice as he's crushing and crushing, as he's treading the wine press of the wrath of the fury of God Almighty. And then you realize that he's not stomping on grapes. He's stomping on people. And, and you're looking at this image that's just gory and disturbing as Jesus is crushing, crushing people. And you're like, why are you showing this to us? Why do we have to see this? Why do we have to see you crushing your enemies like that? But I want to tell you, Jesus is showing you this less to show you that he's going to defeat his enemies as it is that he's showing you he's going to defeat your enemies. Your enemies. I want you to think about that. Who would you want Jesus to stomp on like he's in a wine press? Isn't that kind of disturbing? But then you see the news happened in buffalo you see what happened in in texas and all of a sudden it's it's not too hard to think of why you would want a king to do something like that when earth cannot give justice to things that have been done jesus is a king who stands up for his people he stands up for his people, and he will repay for things that are unrepayable. And we can trust in him that he's going to take care of justice. We can stand out of the way because we know he is a king that stands up for his people. It's not that he's not seeing this in heaven. He is watching and waiting, and he will repay. And I know that's, like, that's a really graphic thing to think about, but we need a king like that. We need a king that stands up for his people. That's what we have in Jesus Christ. We have a king that's the best king. Stands up for his people. You know, up to this point, we've, we've talked about some, some pretty heavy things. First, that he's going to crush rulers, that he's the king above all other kings, that he's the best because he's going to repay and I want to tell you that that is good news. As heavy as that is, that is good news. We need a king like that. But if I would have left it at that, if we would have stopped there, I would have missed the best part of this ascension tattoo. I would have missed the best part of Jesus rising into heaven. And, and that's right here in verse 11. This is the best part of ascension. 
I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. And that verse is the best part of ascension. Did, did you see it? It's, it's kind of hidden in there. I missed it the first time I read it. The best part of ascension, and it's right there in the text, is that the one who is called faithful and true, Jesus Christ, is in heaven. <laughs> like that simple fact that he, in his body, is in heaven. And isn't that what we're celebrating this ascension? Like the fact that Jesus left this earth, ascended with his body into heaven. And we have this whole festival called Ascension to celebrate this motion that he leaves earth and goes into heaven. And we have to think about what does that mean? Why is that a big deal that Jesus stands in heaven? And it's this. When Jesus left the earth and went into heaven, it means that every single thing that needed to be done on earth is done. Every single thing that he came to do on earth, there's nothing left to do. That's why Ascension is, it used to be like the greatest festival right up there with, with Easter because Ascension is like Christmas. It's the birth of Jesus plus Good Friday plus Easter Sunday. It's all of these in one because everything that Jesus came to do is complete. And so why is this tattoo that Jesus wears, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the perfect ascension tattoo for us? It's because he wears it in heaven as a victory stamp. He wears it as a victory stamp to say he is king and kings of Lord of Lords. He won everything. And not only did he defeat the kings of the earth, no longer did he just, he didn't just only like defeat all the evil in the world. He defeated death and the devil. He defeated every single one of your sins. He crushed it. And there's nothing left to do because he wears this in heaven as a victory stamp. You know, this tattoo for Jesus to have on his thigh, it says, King and Kings, the Lord of Lords, is, it's the perfect ascension tattoo for Jesus to wear. But it's not all that bad of a, of a tattoo for us to have. In this text, it's almost like Jesus has given us a, like a little temporary tattoo to wear through this week that says, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords, for us to put on our wrist and think about this week that Jesus is the perfect king. He's the perfect king because he's above all else. He's the perfect king because he's the best, because he stands up for you. And he's the perfect king because he wears the tattoo as a victory stamp. Amen. Amen.